Hi folks, welcome to Follow the Leader, a podcast focused on telling character-driven stories through the use of GMless tabletop games where we can all take the lead. You can find us on Twitter at FTLcast and at FTLcast.com. We also have a Patreon where you can support us at patreon.com forward slash FTLcast. Today we are returning to our game of Lady Winter by Jim Pinto, which is game 48 in the Protocol series from Post World Games. For those of you who are new to this game, though we really do recommend that you might want to go listen to the first part of this arc because, uh, for context clues, but nevertheless, as a reminder, the basics. Lady Winter is a story role-playing game about the land of Fae and the mysteries of the unknown. As druids, Fae, she, witches, and all manner of creatures prepare for the arrival of Lady Winter, the sky grows dark and the air cold. Characters take on the role of community leaders charged with bringing gifts to Lady Winter in the hope that she bestows kindness upon them. But Lady Winter is fickle and her temper unpredictable. Will she bring salvation? Or will she toy with this land of myth until the thaw of spring? Why does snow, cold as death, Lady Winter comes? Low to those who refuse to bow before the coming tempest. Protocol is a series of story role-playing games that thrust characters into dramatic situations. Each game uses the same set of rules with vastly different parameters, start points, characters, and finales. Players take on the roles of directors outside the action and characters inside the action using the ebb and flow of four different scene-framing styles. Vignettes, interrogations, interludes, and ensembles to tell meaningful stories about characters in crisis. I'm Jade, and you can find me on Twitter at JadeOxfordRose. And you can hear me in a bunch of other places. Um, I'll tell you about it later. My pronouns are they, them. And playing with me today, we have Sam. Hello, I'm Sam. Uh, you can find me on Twitter at SAKalo. And that's basically where you can find me right now. I'm not sure what else I'm going to have going on. So uh, we'll figure it out later. And Zachary. Um, oh, sorry, Sam. Please. Sorry, I, I use he, him pronouns. I don't know if I said that. And Zach. And Zach. Hello, my name is Zachary Fredrickson. You can find me on Twitter at ObfuscatingGod. The music I do at IamBugBear.BandCamp.com. By the time this has come out, you will have already heard the new spooky theme that opened this season. And I did that one. I'm very proud of it. It's called Bumps in the Night. It should be on Bandcamp by the time this comes out. And I do see him presents. Outlines, which are things we absolutely do not want to see, are homophobia and transphobia. Racism, sexism, anti-Semitism, violence against children and animals, sexual assault, domestic violence or intimate partner violence and unwanted pregnancy. And our veils, which are things we're fine with addressing but we'll just fade to black on, are steamy situations, graphic descriptions of bodily harm and terminal illness. Now that we've got all that, we can get started.
All right. So, uh, as we said before the music, this is a continuation of Arc 42, uh, where we started playing uh, Lady Winter, and we had such a good time and also didn't finish our story <laughs> that we're back again. So we'll uh, quickly reintroduce our characters and their, maybe their relationships to each other, and then we can sort of do a quick summary over what happened the last time we played, and then we can get back into scenes. Yes, that sounds good. Um, Sam, did you want to go over who your character is? Uh, sure. So my character's name is Miva. She is a wood elf kind of character. Um, I don't remember exactly what role she was from the... The role was just elf. I believe the role. Okay, the role was just elf. Yeah. Yeah. This is this is this is that sort of setting where just being an elf is impressive enough. <laughs> yes. Um. There we go. Yes. Her look is verdant, sylvan, and lithe. She's sort of this like planty kind of elf. Her motivation is nobly and respect, which is what we pulled from the cards last time. And her relationships are. Well, her relationship with Tala is psychophantic and, or sorry, syncophantic and romantic, which is like, it's charged. They both know the other one wants something, but like, we're cool with it. And it's kind of a little weird. And with, uh, Kazdelian, her, her romantic, it's romantic again. Her relationship is he's trying to court her to make the elves and the bugbear goblins have like a good relationship for like a political marriage, but he's also like very bad at being political. <laughs> Let's go with that. He's new. He's new at this. He's learning. Um, and also with one of the key conceits, and it's probably going to come, what was the gift that Miva brought? Ah, uh, yes. The gift that Miva brought was a, like a fine goblet made of silver, I believe. Um, like a chalice. It's very lavishly created, and it was a, um, it was created by the finest elven craftspeople. All right. And Zach? Um, yes. Hello. I will be playing, and have been playing, Kazdelian Rothgar, King of All Goblins. That's my role. Uh, he's a bugbear. He's towering regal in here suit. He comes to the court of Lady Winter, the Red Courts, out of impulsive pride. He is the first king of all goblins in generations, and so it's like, alright, we've figured our own shit out, let's get into diplomacy. The, it's very soon after he's been crowned. His gift to Lady Winter is a simple golden gift. It is the first golden coin minted with his uh, royal crest. Uh, from the kingdom's new bank mint. Um, yes, yeah, so he has the, the, with Miva, he has attempted the court to bring peace, uh, between, uh, goblins and elves. And with Tala, uh, Jade's character, uh, they have a compassionate sense of romantic relationship in that they are old flames that are still warm, but have numerous other obligations. At present. Uh, and as you heard, um, my character is Tala Sigrain. Uh, their role is the druid, and their look is earthy, broad, and weathered. 
their motivation uh, is righteously chaos, which I need to lead into more, I feel, this go around. But um, it's interesting. The role is dictated by the text about druids. Is there the connection between the world of magic and the fae? Um, and they speak to the world like no human can. Uh, so it's that interesting, like, nature is inherently chaotic, and so it's like the role of druids to remind people of the forces of chaos, or at least that's what I'm trying to do. The gift that they have brought for Lady Winter, uh, which, as pulled from the cards, is handcrafted and functional, is a wooden sleigh to be pulled um, very uh, Jardis the White Witch sort of vibes. Mm -hmm. Very mm -hmm. beautiful, but um, handcrafted. Um, and the relationships you already heard about, and I can't think of a fancier way to go about saying it. Uh, though I do like how with Meaver I've got just written down charged in big old inverted commas. Um, both know that the other wants something and accepts it, and they're both sort of at peace with the transactional nature of their relationship. Um, and as Zach said with Kazdelian, it is that sort of Good, good blood. Considering you know they're not a thing anymore, but um, sometimes life amicable, and amicable exes. exes. Yeah, exactly that. Sort of just like eh, less eh, didn't work. More just like I have so many other things I need to do. You have so many other things you need to do. We live really far apart. Long distance is a pain, even when you don't have other obligations. That how it be sometimes. Mm. Like sure, I could just send a raven, but it's so impersonal. <laughs> <laughs> I could just turn into a raven, but, you know, these long-distance flights really take it out of me. Oh, yeah. Boy, are my arms tired. <laughs> <laughs> um, but, yes, um, I thought uh, we could go through the world-building vibe to sort of set the scene a little, because those questions are there, or we could just use that as part of the summary of the last session. Yeah, I don't, I don't think we do, you know, they can listen. If you're listening to this, you should listen to the last episodes. Uh, but honestly, we should also have listened to the last episodes, and we haven't. Yeah, it's been so. a couple. Yeah, but it's not even a couple. It's been a couple of weeks for dear listeners. If you listen on a week by week basis, I hope you enjoyed part two of Memoria, because uh, <laughs> I believe that's the order these are going out in. Uh, for us, we last recorded in May, and it is now the beginning of July. So <laughs> mm -hmm. it's been a while. It's been a hot second. Yeah. It's been a minute. Um, yeah, so, uh, the basic gist is we have all, all of us, along with a number of other, uh, important dramatis personae, yeah. what is the word? Yeah, dramatis personae. Uh, personae. Have gathered, uh, within the red court, the, uh, the new court after the, uh, black and white courts have been abolished. We are past Seelie and Unseelie and now into a new era. Um, have met uh, at the turning of the season to welcome back Lady Winter into the world. She's a powerful and fickle god-like being whose favor or uh, or disfavor can cause, can control, can affect a lot of things in the world. Uh, and so we're all here kind of politicking both amongst ourselves and uh, hoping to impress the Lady Winter with our gifts um, so that she will spare us her wrath in the coming months. Uh, we are technically halfway through the story uh, because you're supposed to go until everyone has directed a scene 
four times. We've each directed the scene twice. But there's another way that the finale can happen, which is that if an ace of the same color has been drawn twice, or two aces of the same color has been drawn, which has not happened yet and is good at becoming more and more likely as we go. We have only drawn one ace in this entire game, and that means there are three waiting uh, in the deck. So that that could bring an end to things uh, swifter than we realize. Uh, but it probably won't. The things that have happened thus far, a lot of courting between um, <laughs> Kazdelian and Miva. It's been very good. It's been very fun. Also, a lot of like worries about the queen coming, the lady, the winter, lady winter coming. Um, Kazdelian got in a duel with a knight, uh, Sir Tropos of the Realm. That was something. <laughs> uh, he defeated him, but spared him. Uh, and last we saw him, he was being transformed into the Queen's, uh, the Lady Winter's Knight as she had arrived, but had not yet been announced. Is how I think it happened. Yeah. Because we closed on that vignette that Sam painted. It was very good. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, is, is there anything else that I've, I've, I've uh, left out? Uh, Tala had uh, got quizzed by a Herald of Winter. Uh, that was one of the earlier scenes that we had. Uh, there was a meal where nobody got to eat because yeah, we don't that. get to eat until she showed up uh, and she hadn't showed up. So everyone just sort of like goes down to the kitchens and then sort of has a little bit of a like late night snack. And that's where things started kicking off. The Knight of the Realm objected to uh, the attempts of courting at the dinner table. Got to be in his bonnet about it. But no, plot-wise, yeah, that's that's all the beats. So, all right. Uh, as I said before, there are four types of scenes. What we do is we draw cards to establish the nature of the scene um, and also its location. There is a list of prompts that come with the text. Uh, so we'll uh, dive back into it. Looking at our turn order, Zach, you are first up to draw. Oh, fantastic. So... I believe, if I remember correctly, uh, we draw it twice, once to determine type of... Or is it... No, we just draw One card for the scene, and one card for the location. Okay. First scene of the game. Imagine if I just drew two aces right now. <clears throat> Alright, that's a nine of diamonds for the scene type, and a three of hearts for the scene location. Uh, diamonds means interrogation, and nine means lovers, madmen, and seething brains, which is something else. And then hearts is the halls of the great red court, and a three is with wicked intent. That looks, that sounds sinister. Oh, it does a little bit. Uh, okay. I'm tr let me just try to get back into it. Interrogation are a complicated but varied approach to scene framing. There are a number of ways to direct any interrogation scene. The core concept is that the director asks up to five questions to another player. Okay. So I am the interrogator, or rather, I'm the director because it's my scene. Mm -hmm. uh, method one is the director steal, selects one player, steals one drama point from that player, and asks that player up to five questions. Method two is the director asks, selects one player, that player takes on the role of an NPC of the director's choosing. The director then asks 
that player up to five questions. The director may ask the questions from the point of view of an NPC or their own character. This process should feel organic, however the interrogation may be out of character as well, in which case the director asks the questions in an abstract fashion as well as they're going down a list. Regardless, the questions can be anything fitting the theme of the card drawn, which is, a, again, lovers, madmen, and seething brains. Well, I got interrogated last time by you. You did get interrogated last time by me. Which, yeah, means that I'm doing And the I same. only have one drama point right now. I will, I will not steal a drama point from you. Thank you. I have many. You have many. You are welcome to my drama points. Uh, in that case, I will steal a drama point from you. Uh, and I will ask you up to five questions. Ask away. I'm trying to think of how this is being fair. Uh, so you... You weren't, so Miva Nemathari was not supposed to be the elven ambassador to this, this shindig. Nope. But she is. Um, but did she still come here with a... With an entourage? Yeah. I want to say that she maybe came with like a small group of people mm -hmm. of various races of various, I guess, classes, as the game describes classes, I think. What? What game? Are you talking about Guild Wars? Roles. Roles. There we go. People of various roles. But also just, like, people of various, you know, types of people. She came with, with like, a sort of ragtag group of what might be considered adventurers, but that she is adamant in saying, no, these are my guards. They were assigned. Mm. This is not a side quest on my, uh... <laughs> Other TTRPG game. Yep. <laughs> mm -hmm. These are the guards that the pale tree gave me. Mm -hmm. But so, like, when you say various, like, are you talking like all people that would make sense to be accompanying an elven like person, or are you talking like this is a dwarven axe thrower? <laughs> <laughs> I kind of want to lean more into the like, you know, oh, you know, we've got a priestess and we've got. Like a dwarven axe thrower type of person, and you know, maybe not a dwarven axe thrower, given that the this is more of like a different type of setting than that. But like, this is Mary, this is much more fairy tale than it is fairy so. tale thing. You know, like uh, just like like a knight of the realm, sure, or but a knight you have of one of those. Maybe not <laughs> this realm. Maybe a knight of a different realm. <laughs> oh, and they were they got a new MMO, and they were hit by a truck, and now they're here. <laughs> yes, someone who got isekai into it. Um, <laughs> I, think we're no. I think we're straying from the theme a, a little bit. No, so I, I'm just thinking like like a bunch of like the kind of like people that maybe would like leave on an adventure, but aren't necessarily like the kinds of people you might expect to find in the entourage of like a noble. Mm. So right. Uh yeah, a ragtag bunch of misfits. Gotcha. Exactly. I can't imagine that your family's happy about that. Mm. It's fine. The pale mother does as she wishes, and she clearly sent these people with me. Otherwise, I wouldn't be here. Duh. Duh, duh, yeah. Um, okay. So, in that case, I think it's going to be them asking me the questions. Uh, up to five. I guess that was one of my questions. Uh, that's one. Uh, I think two is how does Miva think things are progressing? Um, I think she's 
cautiously optimistic about the way things are going. You know, sure, Lady Winter isn't here yet, that she knows. She is. We know that she is, but do we know that? I guess she she can be here. Uh, like I don't, yeah, I don't think the game ends when she arrives. No. I think the game ends when she makes her proclamation. Mm-hmm. So yeah, so she she came in the night, but now the morning the morning comes and she is here. So okay, so we do know that she is here now. And Atropus is at her side uh, in armor of palest winter. Very cool. So yeah, you know, Miva's cautiously optimistic about how things are going. You know, Lady Winter came a little early, or you know. Earlier than we were expecting her to come, we were expecting to have to do, like, multiple nights of not eating dinner and, you know, all sorts of that sort of thing. Mm-hmm. So things are going well, as far as she can, she's concerned. She's still not quite sure how she feels about this uh, Kazdalian fellow, but well, that she... Was, well, that's the second, that's the third question. Oh, no. <laughs> I, did I answer the question too fast? Uh, I mean, we didn't answer it yet. Fair enough. Um, she's not quite sure how she feels about this Kazdalian fellow. She thinks he's kind of funny, mm-hmm. but she is, you know, she's still, she's still sort of exploring how she feels about him. Hmm. That's not very actionable. Sorry. For you or him. <laughs> you gotta strip away the artifice. You gotta, you gotta put the thoughts to it. Um, so that's three questions. Mm-hmm. I want some wicked intent, Zachary. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's right. This is Wicked Intent, huh? This is yeah. This is lovers, Bad Men, and Wicked Intent. Uh, seething brains, Wicked Intent, the halls of the red courts. Huh. I'm. So, I don't. Jade. Yes. You, do you have some Wicked Intent in mind? Um, Would you like to help me? I I will try to think. I realized I said I was just like I should actually help. Um. So when you said wicked intent, my brain went to, oh, wicked intent, huh? Eyebrow wiggle. Um, um, well, given the, because of how the cards worked out when we did our character building and how there is actually, we wound up with a kind of a love triangle of sorts. And mm-hmm. we've discussed how things between Miva and Tala are kind of transactional and they're both after something. That implies intent. Mm-hmm. So... I don't know, like, how... I don't know, I'm feeling like Cat Among the Pigeons. Like, Wicked Intent is a hard thing because none of us are particularly adversarial towards each other right now. And also you're in a removed role, not an in-character role. Mm-hmm. But I don't know, something to do with that, I guess. What does Miva want from Tala? There we go. Power. Magic. Druid magic? Yeah. And I think Mevo personally wants this power and magic. I don't think this is a, like, my country desires this from you. I think Miva personally is like, I want more. I have all of this elemental magic. You know, I can, I can start a fire with the staff of my fingers. I can pull lightning out of thin air, but I want more power. Okay. More power. More power. Oh, Virgil. Um, Cool. That's four. Um, hmm. Wicked intent. Uh, so I have one, uh, one last question about Castellian Hrothgar, mm-hmm. which is that if this this uh, courtship does not work out, and it does, it does provoke the, the simmering war between goblins and elves 
what are you going to do about it? Ooh. I think, given how much she loves her country, I don't think she'd let it come to that. I think she'd do, do everything in her power to, to not let it come to those that, to that falling apart. How, and how is she going to do that? How are you going to stop a, 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 a country that wants to go to war from going to war? That is tricky. Mm-hmm. When it's against an ancient en- enemy. Oof. <sighs> hmm. I mean, stuff like, you know, petitioning the Pale Tree, that's already, like, that would be well, well past that point at that point. Yeah. I don't know what the Pale Tree is. Pale Tree is, like, the governing entity, but also, like, the thing from which all elves are born from is this really big tree, but also the Pale Tree is, has, like, a an avatar, a figure, that is the whole of where elves are originating from, but also, you know, a very pretty woman. <laughs> this is a Guild Wars thing? You're doing Guild Wars? A little bit of a Guild Wars thing, but also I'm adding my own flair to it. Okay. Nope. I'm pulling from the original source material and going, so, like, essentially, Neva's mother. Mm-hmm. She could petition her mother to basically stop any declarations of war, but that would be sort of beyond that point, so I'm not sure. Mm-hmm. Well, that's something to think about. It's something to think about, for they sure. Want, they want to get rid of this, Look at this upstart running around, <laughs> swinging, a, swinging an elf sword that he took from a knight. <laughs> fist-fighting knights of the realm. That's, uh, that's not someone who, who stays in power for long, if, uh, if those who are already in power have anything to say about it. Well, he's in power now. <clears throat> he's not the only one. I think she wants to work with him. I think she's mm-hmm. very open to working with him. She doesn't want another war. Louise, is this your scene, Jade? Yeah, yeah. Just while you guys wrapping up, I just wanted to get the cards out, so. For sure. No Please don't feel like I was trying to encourage you guys to stop talking because that was not no, my intent no, at all. No. I had already, I had asked more questions than I was allowed, so it's fine. Fair enough. <laughs> all right. Oh, I'm... So, what kind of clothing is Kazdalian wearing? Is it like big, elaborate robes and shit? Uh, it's I said it last time. Um, but it's like uh, he's dressed well. Regally, probably yeah. like a like a military like a military like dress uniform, uh, in black and in black and silver. Uh huh. Interesting. Uh, so, Jade, what did you? That's a very good question that I am rapidly trying to type out the answer to, <laughs> and then I will read it. Okay, so I drew uh, an interlude with the prompt "bellies full of nothing." And the location is the throne room with fake smiles and sharp teeth. Mm. Very cool and sexy. Love it. Love it. Yeah. Um, what angels do with them? And let me pull up what an interlude is. Given that it's a heart and called an interlude, people may be inclined to guess, but <laughs> uh, interludes involve two and only two characters with a pre-existing relationship, but neither character needs to be the director's. The director sets the scene based on the cards drawn. The scene runs as long as the director likes without being self-indulgent, calling scene when the characters have said or done enough. An interlude involves only one location. Should the characters leave the location or reach a moment of conflict, the scene ends. 
Uh, all players not involved in the scene gain one drama point at the end of the interlude. Should I have another drama point? Unless I had two stolen last time, or I spent one. Because I only say this because I know you guys did an interlude last session, last time we played this. Yeah. Okay. I'm gonna yeah, give yourself one. I'm gonna take a drama point. Just put that over there for last time. Um. Okay. The okay. So the throne room with fake smiles and sharp teeth. Is the location. Hmm. Okay. I'm going to quickly set the scene first um, and then figure out who's in it. Because, um, like, spinning off of what uh, you you guys did in the last scene, if this uh, conversation between, like, Neva and uh, her entourage was either on the way to the throne room for, like, the morning court, the address, or just after it, um, I think this is the two people left in the throne room. So it's very clear... Lady Winter is here. And so everybody is like on their best behavior, hence fake smiles, sharp teeth, and that sort of lingering need of putting on game face is sort of in the air. And that implies like, I like that for bellies full of nothing as well. Like there hasn't been time to eat because like Lady Winter's just like, no, calls court first thing. So there's not been any time yet. Who do I want in the scene? I'm going to do uh, Tala in this scene because I want to. Um, who do I want to do this scene with? Okay, I'll, yeah. Uh, you up for a sec? I don't think we've had a one-on-one -on -one conversation between Tala and Kazdalian yet. Sure. So. so, like, everybody else has filed out, I think. Like, probably to go eat. Um, mm -hmm. Now that Lady Winter's dismissed everything. And uh, Tala's son, Tiamir, uh, they've sort of shooed him off, just like, yeah, I'm fine. Go. <laughs> He's like, be gone, child. <laughs> <laughs> kind of a vibe. I feel like there's this m moment of, like, physical relaxing, because, like, that... Um, it might be even marginally warmer in the room, now that Lady Winter has stepped away. I would imagine so. Yeah. I mean, it probably doesn't bother Kazdalian as much. <laughs> what with the big fur coat, indeed. Um, mm. But there is that sort of air of relaxing, and I'm trying to think if we've had any other scenes in the throne room, and I don't think we have. Looking at last time, oh, I did it last time. I think that was the f duel. Uh, the duel was, no, the duel was the altar of winter under a blood moon. I oh, no, the vignette was the ice coming in and all of that. That's what it was. Mm -hmm. So, trying to think how they start this. So, so you shoot off Tiamir. Yeah. Um, Delian kind of saunters up. Says... Well, that was a lot of circumstance, wasn't it? That's a way of putting it, sure. <laughs> Seems she doesn't need to touch you to get people frozen in their seats. No. I don't remember it feeling quite like this, but mm, she's earlier this year. Maybe that's why it feels more potent. 
Well, maybe I'm just getting old. Like, they smile at him. We're all getting old. Mm, some of us, maybe. Others, less so. I think time comes for everyone, just at different speeds. Right? You're not wrong. Just some are on more accelerated paths than others. Uh, well, you, you've you been here before. This is, this is an unusual circumstance. I don't... Her taking that night, I just... I don't know if it's a good sign or a bad sign. Is this her playing nice or is this her making an act of... I don't know. Mm. I, I tell you what, it doesn't look like he's learned his lesson. Mm. No. Well, maybe he'll find winter suits his flavor of cruelty. I don't know. How are you faring afterwards? I appreciate that you made it look incredibly easy, but... <laughs> I mean, you know, he holds his hand up, or he's, I think a sword stabbed through his hand or something. Yeah. Um, and then he like, kind of flexes his finger, and like, I mean, this is putting back together pretty easily. There's just a lot of salves from the doctors. You're terrible. And they'll take his hand between and put like one of their hands above and below his hand and like druids, man. <laughs> uh, we'll just like do a little bit of murmuring and um, mm. like send a little bit of magic in to speed up the healing. Sure. Yes. I would have been fun without it, but I appreciate it. Let an old druid have their fun, Kazdalian. Uh, I'm sure you've noticed that the red caps are looking a bit wan. And they got as much blood as they were hoping for. Some people are never satisfied. Well, surely not. Mm. I'm looking at just having a quick look at the prompt to see if there's anything more to <laughs> riff on. Mm. It was what was it? What was the belly's full of nothing? So that's done. Mm. Uh, oh, fake smiles and sharp teeth. Yeah, yeah. I tell you, you could uh, you could rattle China with the other rumble and bellies in that room. Yeah, some sort of test. This uh, hunger, um, uh, play acting. Nobody here has actually gone hungry in their lives. Hmm. Well, I'm sure most of us here, if not all, have felt winter's tight grasp before. We know how hard it can be. Maybe she's seeking to remind us. But, uh, it's by her good grace. Or not, as the case may be. Yeah. 
If she had a reason for doing what she's doing, that would be swell. I suppose we'll see. I suppose we will. Good luck. With what? With everything here. With Miva. With the lady. You too. Thank you. I'm sure it'll be... I hope it will be... I hope it will not be hard this time. The humans aren't as hardy as you and yours. I don't know how well we will take to a hard winter. Well, if their bellies are empty, let us fill them and remind them of the use of our presence. I like that as scene. I like that moment. Mm-hmm. And Dylan walks away. <laughs> Alrighty. Uh, Sam. Okay. Uh, so I draw two cards. Yeah, just flip them out onto the table. The Jack of Clubs and the Queen of Diamonds. So that mm-hmm. is Jack of Clubs. So a vignette value. Conjure the Jester. And the location is it's the throne room again. The throne room as a cold wind blows. Ooh. Very sexy. This sounds like it could be very upsetting in a good way. Yes. Yeah. God, I have to remember the rule, the rule of the vignette rules again. And that's just two people. And a vignette's like a pulled back. Oh, no. Vignettes are no dialogue. Oh ho! Yeah, no dialogue, just talking about what we see. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, it's page seventeen of the PDF, or there's the handout yeah. if you wanted to read it out just to refresh for the listeners. Yes, uh, I I don't have the handout. I've just got the whole PDF. Vignettes involve no actual dialogue. They merely set the atmosphere for the story. A director determines the location from the card drawn and narrates a brief scene. A vignette shouldn't take more than a minute or two to narrate. So, reminding myself again, this vignette is Conjure the Jester. Yes, and we know who the Jester is. Mm-hmm. That was one of the things we uh, talked about. It's uh, under the list of NPCs. Mm-hmm. Oh, ho, ho. say Goblin, and then Fyodor. Oh, shit, that's right. Yes, Fyodor. Damn. Okay. This does have the, the potential to be uh, extremely upsetting. So, we set our scene in the throne room with the Lady Winter sitting upon her throne. And Fyodor, the Red Court Jester, a small goblin, dancing before her. She doesn't seem quite as amused as she could. Uh, she seems disinterested. A wind is blowing through through the throne room, and Fyodor appears chilled. <sighs> I don't know if I want to make Lady Winter kill him. <laughs> I mean, this is, it's not the, I mean, it's not killing the jester, it's conjuring the jester. Conjuring the jester. Yeah. But, you know, she conjured him 
by conjured, I, I suppose I meant, like, you know, she brought him here to dance for her, and now she is not pleased. Cold mm-hmm. wind is blowing. Or perhaps oh. a cold wind blowing means that she is pleased. She is, after all, Lady Winter. Yeah. Perhaps the chilling of the air is a good sign. A sign of her favor. Even as, you know, Fyodor shivers in his little jangly cap and funny little boots. Mm-hmm. Just remember, this is one of my subjects. <laughs> mm-hmm. As much as he is a subject of the Red Court. I mean, he works for them, but he's still a goblin. True, true. Um, is that enough of a vignette? Uh, I mean, yeah, it can be as a thing as much or as little as you want. I kind of see if Mm -hmm. I I like that ambiguousness of it. Like nobody's quite sure what this means. Like the that spreading of unease throughout people Mm. present is quite interesting. Here's one for you, Sam. Is it just Lady Winter? And the jester, or are there other people present seeing this? Ooh. I think maybe not a full court, but not an empty court. There's a few people mm. scattered here and there. Are um, our characters witness to this? Are our characters there? Hmm. You're the director, so it's your call. It's just more what we know going forward. Um, I think... Hmm. Though... You are the director, but we could also spend drama points to add mm. uh, aspects into a scene. We can't uh, deny anything that the director has said, but we can uh, uh, flesh out. Yes. Mm-hmm. If we wanted to. Mm-hmm. Yeah. We could also add NPCs if we wish. Mm-hmm. Yes. Say, like, that person was there. So, yeah, I'm going to leave it up to you if you guys want to spend a token. I'm going to say that Neva was there, but if you guys want your characters to be there, you got you got to add a token, take a token, or give a token rather, spend a token. Mm-hmm. Neva is present for this and is assuming that Lady Winter is unhappy given the cold, but that is perhaps we don't know. Neva's got her assumptions, but at the mm-hmm. end of the day, those are her assumptions. Yeah, I. I have a, a, a surplus of drama points, uh, so I do want to spend one. I just have to figure out uh, how I'm going to. Okay. Um, I think I would like to add a minor detail or affectation okay. to a vignette. To not contradict what was said by the director, but to put... Fyodor is cold, but he is not cowering. Okay. I like it. There is, like, because Delian watches on, is there is, like, still a, like, he is the gesture, but he's not, like, you know, a gesture is not just a thing to laugh at. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I think Fyodor is maintaining uh, some dignity. And I think he might be impressing some people. All right. Nice. Uh, all right. Is that, uh, is that that scene? Mm-hmm. I think so, yeah. Cool. Well, it is now 
I believe, it's my you. turn. It is. It is yours. And it is my final scene. Mm-hmm. Ooh. That's a three of diamonds and a red jack. Uh, a jack of diamonds. Both of them are diamonds. Ah, throne room again. And an interrogation. An interrogation with a value bleed for my charity. Jesus. Oof. Oof. I think there is a thing about spending drama points if you don't want to do a scene type. Because I appreciate that you've done... A lot of interrogations, yeah. If you yeah. want to... I think even you could just draw it. If you want to discard the three of diamonds to get a different scene type, you could. And keep the location. Yeah, let me... Let me look at that, uh, at, at scene, at drama points for scenes. There was definitely something about picking a different hand. Oh. Uh-huh. Location is baller, though. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, I haven't even looked at that part. Uh, okay. Drama points. To discard a scene slash location card and draw a new one. If the scene card is a, if the drawing card is a scene card of the same suit or value, uh, the director may draw a new one at no cost, but only one. So yeah, I, I've done a bunch of interrogations. Yeah, you can just draw a new one then. Do you want to draw a whole new hand, or are you going to keep the location, which is a throne room with a glance from heaven to earth? I like a, uh, I like uh, a glance from heaven to earth. So discard the three of diamonds, draw the nine of clubs. Uh, clubs of vignette, and nine is lovers, madmen, and seething brains. Mm. Which I have no idea what that means. What does madmen, lovers, and seething brains mean? I feel that's a riff on a quote I know. It feels like something from Shakespeare. It means so much of this is, is Shakespeare. Yeah, lovers yeah. and madmen have such seething brains. Uh, that's from Midnight, uh, A Midsummer's Night Dream. Mm-hmm. Uh, let me look. Um, Lovers and madmen have such seething brains, such shaping fantasies that apprehend more than cool reason ever comprehends. The lunatic, the lover, and the poet are of imagination all compact. One sees more devils than vast herald can hold. That is, the madman, the lover, all is frantic, sees Helen's beauty in a brow of Egypt. The poet's eye... I don't need a Goodreads uh, subscription. You find friends <laughs> rolling... Doth glance from heaven to earth, from earth to heaven, and as imagination bodies forth the form of things unknown, the poet's pen turns them to shapes and gives to airy nothing a local habitation and a name. What the fuck does that mean? <laughs> I'm sorry. I mean, like, straight up, even just reading the rules again, it says a lot of the, like, they're supposed to be abstract and evocative. Yeah. Uh, and it does say, uh, number nine, it, number nine is marked with an asterisk along with a herald of winter and the harvester of souls as something can take many forms and should be unique each time it appears. More than for reason ever comprehends the lunatic, the lover, and the poet. Or of imagination, all compact. One sees one don't think as The fact that it's from the same, that same monologue has the line about heaven to earth in as well, and that you've pulled them both in the mm-hmm. same is very good. Yeah, a glance from heaven to earth. Mm-hmm. Yeah, from earth to heaven. Yeah, I just, I mean, it's a, it's a vignette, so it yeah. doesn't have to be. I don't have a to lot. figure out who's talking or why. 
nope. yeah. as, as, as much. Um, I think that this is what it means. So we see Isdalian Hrothgar in the, uh, in the throne room, the glance from heaven to earth. He, the throne room is empty currently. Lady Winter is not holding court. Uh, and he goes alone. And I think he is, as he enters the throne room and looks at the throne, surrounded by uh, the phantoms, the, 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 the visages of those who have come before, uh, kings of goblins uh, and, and kings, kings across the, the realms. And he... You know, you know, looks up and sees um, the world that could be, uh, where people work together, and uh, Winter's bite is not so harsh when your neighbor lends you their food and you lend them your heat, and nobody goes hungry and nobody goes cold because everybody is looking out for everybody. Uh, and I think Princess Delian Hrothgar is filled with uh, purpose. I like this. I like it a lot. That is his final scene until the finale. Hell yeah. Or not not his final scene, but it's my final scene as director. Okay. I can't believe none of us have gotten a Joker. Again, dark cards again, I say. That's hearts. That's hearts again. Man, I think I'm going to withdraw, uh, redraw, because we've gotten to have interludes between everybody, and we have got just these two more scenes. So, mm. though I do like the, the 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 value for ten on scenes. Ooh, a softer, darker now. That is good. What does that mean? Hmm. Oh, I will keep it then. I don't know what it means yet. I'm just gonna write this down, despite the fact that these mean nothing in the long term. I just like having them written down. Mm-hmm. So, but the throne room with wicked intent is that's something. Man. Have we not drawn Jokers? No, we haven't drawn no. any. No. No, there's two Jokers in that deck, and we haven't seen either of them. Oh, right. These Jokers are give us flashbacks and monologues. Mm-hmm. Right, yeah. Weird. Okay, cool. Okay. thing is, I could set this up and just have that be Meaver and Castelli, and I could just sit here and watch you guys. Like, that's my prerogative as director. And considering I really like Given what we just saw with Kazdelian and a softer, darker now, and what Miva has been saying about power with the appearance of Lady Winter, I kind of want to see what you guys do with that. Interesting. Sure. All right. Looking at the interlude rules again. There is indeed wicked intent in the air, though. Mm -hmm. Oh. I I like that. Like the tower. Maybe. Oh, here's this. the ice hasn't climbed all the way to the top of the tower yet. Lady mm-hmm. Winter is here, but at the top of the tower there is reprieve. Heat rises. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But yeah, so that's the framing. Have at it. <laughs> all right. <laughs> Interesting. So who is here first? Uh, almost certainly Miva, who is up here seeking warmth. As previously established, she's a bit of a hothouse orchid. She does not actually like winter very much. She is coming to learn. (laughs) 
Yes. Uh, hearth keeps us warm. Uh, yeah. So, so sure. So, yeah. What are you? What are you doing as the camera sees you for the first time? Probably uh, huddled up under a marginally warmer. I don't. I think I'm pretty sure Kazdelian took his like big cloak back the last time we saw them together. I don't think he ever actually took it back. Um, Did he not? <laughs> no. <laughs> then she may, in fact, still be huddled underneath Kazdelian's cloak. Oh yeah. Given that it is now the warmest thing she owns. <laughs> uh so probably just like you know maybe playing with fire between her hands a little bit like tossing a little ball of fire between her fingertips you know it's a good thing that you're not in the library again you, you startled me every how do you, with your she sort of gestures at the size of Castalian all of this how do you possibly move so silently I have soft feet. Well, I suppose you do. <laughs> and his big fuzzy feet. Big fuzzy uh, feet with his little beans. His little beans. Um, though, as as winter has gotten longer, is you know, it's, it's fur is starting to grow between them to to insulate him. It's adorable. I love mm. it. <laughs> Just uh, what, stepping out. Of the climate for a bit. Yes. Uh, it's rather colder than I'm used to. Mm. I think it might be interesting, sort of as an aside, that like part of the reasons maybe the elves and the goblins were at war is that the elves don't feel the winter. Or rather, the elves' home doesn't feel winter as strongly. It doesn't get as cold. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, this is back in the mountains from whence I am. This is a cool spring day. <sighs> That's why we huddled in tunnels for warmth. Well, one hopes then that if our she sort of tips her head to side, side to side, if if this uh, diplomatic arrangement sort of points between the two of them works out as planned that um, we'll be living maybe somewhere on the border between our two homes. <laughs> like, snuggling more into this cloak. Like, she's like, oh god, I don't want to live where it's this cold. Mm. Beneath the surface it is warmer. Though, uh, that's usually from the amount of bodies packed down there. Wherever I live, we'll need warrens. Hmm. Well, don't don't just stand around. Do come come sit. Oh, well, we're sitting. I couldn't sit the chair for the cloak. <laughs> she like pulls the cloak a little tighter around herself to give him a little bit more room. Tosses the rest of the fire that she has in her hands back into the fireplace. You know it. It does not. It is not as cold up here as it could be. But I think closing the window could help. Perhaps. I don't think she noticed the window was open until just then. <laughs> mm-hmm. I think she goes, <clears throat> perhaps. Like, <laughs> oh, yeah, you know what? Probably. Don't even look at me. I Don't don't um, at me. <laughs> so Kazdelian stands uh, and walks over to the window. Uh, here's, here's a thing. Mm-hmm. Is that this is a scene with wicked intent. Mm-hmm. Oh, oh, oh. 
Now, Castellian doesn't have any wicked intent, and I don't think Neva does either, which means that someone else has to. Okay, let me look at all the things says about him, please. <coughs> I like introducing NPC Mm-hmm. Okay, right. You can, sp- we can, anyone can spend a drama point to bring an NPC into here. Mm-hmm. The director can do one to interlude. Who no, yeah. I can do it to add an an NPC as well. Oh man. Okay. So I think that he walks over to the um, to the window to close it and hears the crunch of ice under boots. Hmm. I don't know what that means. You're the director. <laughs> not you're not the director. Jade's the director. Jade has to figure out what that uh, means. Yeah. I mean, given everything, it makes sense that it might be the newly appointed Knight of Winter mm-hmm. showing up to cause <laughs> shit. Mm-hmm. I'm trying to figure out what that looks like. So let me just yeah. drop that back in because I'm happy to bring him in. Yeah. In the meantime. Uh, Kazelian turns to Miva and says, who knows that you're up here? Um, only my entourage, as far as I'm aware. The entourage made up of non-elves? There are some elves in my entourage. She looks a little abashed, like, there's one or two. Elves in good standing. Elves whose testimony would be well regarded. She just sort of shrugs. She's like, I didn't think it was noteworthy that I spend my time here. It's a long drop. Uh, as Cassilian closes the window and pulls out his sword. Ah, oh, I believe I, I believe I begin to see your meaning. Uh, as the boots get closer. I would say that she, uh, she rubs her hands on the, on the cloak a little bit and pulls the static electricity out of it. And now she's got a ball of lightning in her hand. Valid and cool. I think even though the window's shut, there is cold. The room is getting colder. Um, mm-hmm. With that, with as those the foot- fire is kind of sputtering. Mm-hmm. I'm trying to because it's a softer, darker now. I like the thought that this winter winterized uh, ceratropos is like less overtly aggressive but is more dangerous for it Mm -hmm. i'm trying to figure out what this looks like i mean given the context of the scene i don't know whether it's as Mm -hmm. simple as um nobody enters the room i think the footsteps stop and you hear Maybe there's a murmur of some of your entourage outside as you're talking about their elves as a part of that group who could speak to it, who could like bear witness to like the honorableness of Kazdelian's, um, intentions and all that jazz. And you hear a murmur of surprise and then you just hear a, a sound like, I think it almost sounds like ice creaking rather than it being something different to that. I think then almost like a, a dull crack. And then I think just blood seeps under the door along with like spreading frost and it immediately sort of cools. Hmm. And you just, and then the footsteps start retreating. Well, that's not good. <laughs> that's 
that's your people. You just sorry, that was like, out of character. <laughs> yeah, no, no, no. But that's the, that's what he says as he goes to 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 pursue. Mm. Yeah, well, she's she's like pulling a staff out of like off the ground and like going to follow because uh, yeah, that was my people. And that's mm. the end of the scene because you're leaving the location. Yeah. Mm-hmm. As we as we fucking fly down this tower, um, to pursue. Switch. Yeah, I did have one other idea on how that could have ended. Yeah, mm-hmm. which is it could have been uh, it. Stellan <laughs> grabbed the cloak and and like held it up over them like a curtain, and it like blended in with the uh, with the tower's um, decor. Ooh, that's good. That is good. The, as the knight like walks through the room and like decided they weren't there and then left. That's also good. I do like that. But this is also good. Nice. Right. Oh god, is this is this yeah. the last scene of the game? Me no. having the scene? No, the finale has like vignettes. So Oh yes, right. The, okay. the, the finale we also will be drawing for. Mm-hmm. Gotta figure out oh, if the Lady Winter likes your present. hmm But this is Perfect. a scene right. first. So this is yes. the last scene of the game before the finale. Yeah. Yes. The penultimate scene. So King All of right. Clubs. It's another vignette. Ace of Hearts. So the scene is another vignette of the Harvester of Souls beckons. Jesus Christ. Okay. <laughs> um, Amazing. And uh, the Halls of the Great Red Court and Icy. It is. It is icy. That is a really nice follow-on from what we just did. Yes, it is. Let me just... Death, uh, death has come to the Red Court. Death has come to the Red Court. And it is cold. It is fucking cold. And as a vignette, I think we see... <sighs> I guess we see, you know, the icy halls of the Great Red Court. We see the night stalk into the halls in through the halls rather i suppose because this isn't this isn't the you know this is the great hall this is simply the halls the halls the hallways even you know we see we see the bloody footprints of this knight and the dragging of one slain and we see back out a little bit more and see a dark figure you know leading one of the dead away away from the halls as the sound of footsteps runs through as the sound of footsteps starts to echo and retreat we see this dark figure and the pale shapes of those who have departed being led off into the night. Yeah. Cool. Well, what That's are we? It. What are we doing? What are we doing? I mean, I'm I'm assuming we're probably chasing after that uh, that night. Yeah, but this is the last. This is the penultimate scene. Sure is. What happened? Why is he killing people? Who is what? It, who is he targeting? <laughs> We could fold that into the finale if we want. We could, yeah. I I, I like leaving it like very kind of open ended, but at the same time, this is the last scene. Yeah, we gotta make decisions for what it's worth. Um, yeah, as well, part of like, the fin- my, 
I was going to say, you as the person that directed the last scene and the person with the most drama points do the first vignette of the finale anyway. All right. Um, and that's, you would do that vignette, which I don't think you, and I think you would still draw a card for it, maybe? No? Yeah, you draw, you draw, don't you draw a card to see how the Lady Winner reacts to your gifts? You do, but I think yes, there's a vignette finale. before our individual yeah. vignettes. Oh. At least that's how I read it, and that way we can get, like, this vignette of everybody arriving in the throne room or wherever this is happening. I'm going to deal everybody a card, maybe just don't look at it yet, of our final thing. Yeah. Also, I'm, I'm, like, reading the thing on the finale, and it says, The person directing the final scene of the game is not responsible for wrapping up loose plot ends. In fact, doing so robs the other players of their agency. Scene 16 is no more important than scene 8. Um, I mean, that's, yes, but, but also. Can, like, this is, like, why, why, why Atropos so, so is... I, I, I am saying that, like, we are, we are in hot pursuit of this knight, and perhaps we take him down. Probably not going to make Lady Winter particularly happy, but perhaps Lady Winter was already unhappy with us, given our intentions of forming a partnership. When Lady Winter has assumedly been led to drive us apart, or drive our peoples apart. Okay, I'm going to spend a drama point Mm -hmm. to add a detail, based on what Mm -hmm. you just said. I like the thought of uh, Kazdalian and Miva catch up to the knight, and he's almost like... (laughs) Ice cold. He's like very impassive, and he's doing that, and he barely even like acknowledges... That you catch up, but I think it's like at the entrance to the throne room, and people maybe are already gathering, and mm. you catch up. And I think you kill him, and I—it's almost like anticlimactic, given like the duel that happened before, and <laughs> mm-hmm. his blood spills out across the floor of the throne room, and the red caps are fucking having a great time. They're just like finally, <laughs> some, finally some good fucking food. Um, <laughs> but they sort of like set up this cheering and Lady Winter, there is nothing on her face to give away what she is feeling, but it's almost like in the way that you smash a bottle of champagne on the nose of a ship to like, it, and this it's begun. I think this is like, and now it's her time to address the gifts. You've like, the two of you killing the knight is like the beginning of the ceremony, like a sacrifice at the top of our... I- I love it. Thank you. Who? So who did he? Who all did he kill? The way I was, the way I was definitely imagining it. Or maybe it's people that weren't supposed to be here, Ooh. and the fact that Miva hasn't been killed means that I was definitely supposed to be here. Thank you very much. And <laughs> but, but I think maybe it was like any. What maybe all of the entourages are down to just like. A single person, Ooh. like the the person, the, the role, and their one retainer. Like you're allowed, you're allowed one, mm-hmm. but Miva wasn't yeah. supposed to be there at all, and that's why all of hers are gone. Mm-hmm. If we like that, I do like that, but Communal I'm just sad for her. Yeah, I also <laughs> appreciate that Casdelian might now kick off because I remember Zach saying last time they had quite a few people with him. He so. does have quite a few people with him. He did. 
Sorry. <laughs> I mean, we did, we did, I mean, cause, so he was in the process or was he finished by the time we catch him? I think he had done it. I think maybe because Mieber was up in the tower. It was like the last mm-hmm. stop. Mm. Sweet. Cool. 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 Cool and good. I am happy to say, though, Zach, that because of like goblin stuff, maybe has some of Kazdelian's people were hid because they're smart enough to mm-hmm. survive because that's goblins for you. That is us. Yeah, we, we, you yeah, hide, we don't yeah. fuck around. Yeah, they know how to hide, and they are known to be pretty... I'm thinking about that goblin option in Pathfinder now, the ones that can fall from anything and be fine. Just, mm-hmm. like, very hardy goblin folk. And maybe that'll play yeah. in. Because I really we like the thought... survivors. Yeah, but I like that visual of, like, maybe even people thought they were dead, and they just get up just like, please. <laughs> fine. Yeah. Yeah, that, I like that. Like, like, he hit some of them, and, like, they went down immediately. And yeah, I like playing possum. Dead. Yeah. Playing possum. I love okay. that. That's good. Okay. So that's All right. that's the th- that's the scene that we open in on. Does everybody mm. want to look at their card then? We can All right. <laughs> well. <sighs> All right. Good. Great. Okay. Who wants to go first? Well, I actually need to draw again. Oh, oh you got you got a joker. I did. Which amplifies the result. Fucking amazing. Oh my god. Oh boy. Alright, so uh, technically, how does this start? I mean, Sam, you're supposed to start, actually, because you have the most drama Alright. Lady Winter punishes me for my insolence. Hey! <laughs> hey! <laughs> Okay, so just to clarify this, um, I should make sure my mouth is in front of the fucking microphone. Um, oh, after that, these vignettes can be played in any order, and the order of events can be fluid or plastic. My bad. Okay. Uh, it's just, I think, Sam, you are the one doing the first vignette of the finale, if it carries on beyond what we just saw. And then any of us can go in with our uh, result. And then, depending on how many narrative points you got, you can then narrate, in turn, a vignette about your character's fate or about the fate of others. So. Okay. Um, yeah, Lady Winter punishes me for my insolence, which means that I'm sure, you know, the insolence of being here when I was not the chosen representative, uh, the insolence of daring to conspire to end centuries old feuds uh she puts she puts out you know a harsh winter falls over the pale tree which is the tree and the pale mother which is the person who is the tree and over all of the elven people we have to deal with a very harsh winter that year you know also, you know, all of me, the people that she brought with her here are dead. Uh, that's also not great. <laughs> um, but she is cast out of the, of the proceedings. And I want to say that she still goes ahead with her plans. Like, yeah, Lady Winter's pissed at me, but hey, you've, what, got, you've, you've got your drama points so you can spin your vignettes 
after what happens after she gets cast out, we can like ping pong between and we can come back to see what Oh yeah, okay. Mover does next. Yeah. So we'll yeah, well so don't yeah, don't don't cut yourself out just yet. <laughs> okay. Um Tali, do you have something or do you want me to go? You can go. So I drew a joker which amplifies the issue. And the issue that I drew was that I drew this a spade. But Lady Winter ignores my gifts and brings her wrath upon my people. Uh, but here's the thing. Is that I live underground. Mm-hmm. And she's already fucking with a lot of people. Um, and so this is amplified. Mm-hmm. So what I think actually happens. Uh, Kazdelian uh, holds up the first coin. Minted in the kingdom of Frothgar, and he twirls it in his fingers and palms it like a like a magician, uh, and declares war on winter. <laughs> Amazing! I love it. What the hell is this bullshit? <laughs> you invite a bunch of people to have a nice party, you slaughter most of them, and then you want us <laughs> to supplicate you with gifts? You are a god of blood, and I will not feed you anymore. Oh, boy. Dope. Dope. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Love it. <laughs> Tal, how does your thing work out? Oh, you know... As you do. <laughs> Woo! Lady Witch is not at all of us. <laughs> mm-hmm. I also <laughs> drew a spade. Uh, cool. I think... I don't know whether this happens before, because obviously time is elastic right now. Mm-hmm. Hmm. Okay, I'm going to spin off what, um, uh, what you just set up, Zach. And given, you know... Um, the nature of the relationship between, um, I keep wanting to call him Kaz. I'm so sorry. Uh, Castellian and Atala. Cause, cause I think he makes that declaration and Lady Winter looks to the other, dig- uh, the other, uh, community leaders like, are you going to stand to see me insulted like this in my seat of power? Um, expecting people to um take up arms circle the wagons yeah against the um the goblin but i think tala already sees that the um the sled that was built has been discarded and knows Mm -hmm. what that means and knew that it was already going to be bad for the druids and the humans Mm -hmm. so they um uh, like pat their son's shoulder and the two of them like bust out the staffs slam them on the ground and there's this like crackling sound as that ice breaking like the ice almost starts to melt underneath as this mm-hmm. little bloom of like summer warmth comes through and uh, they and uh, their son step up next to Kazdelian. Um, and Kazdelian puts his fingers in his mouth and does that that single piercing whistle. Yes. Yeah. Goblin, goblin bodies all, all around this uh, <laughs> throne room just start standing up. Sick. Because if there is anyone who personifies down but not out, it's going to be us. I, you've got but a yeah. sled. Yep. 
Miva's ready to be carried off into the sunset, by the way. She's <laughs> she's like, yeah, fuck it. Fuck it. We should, we should probably get the fuck out of here. I concur. Uh, as, <laughs> as, uh, yeah, fantastic. So, oh, so oh, yeah. yeah, I've got it. I've got mm-hmm. a thing. But yes, carry on if you've got it. Um... So, Kazdalian draws his shining elf sword uh, that has is, is a star in in the sword in the form of a blade, um, and leads a, a charge through the ranks of the Red Court uh, to, as we as we escape to this discarded sleigh. Um, uh, we need something to pull it. Yep, here we go. Uh, Tala and Tiamé uh, pulling on Jade's extensive experience of playing a druid, like summon like <laughs> these giant elk, um, like forming out of like very some some proper Miyazaki vibes, just like the yeah. swirling leaves that have no right being seen in the depths of winter, and they just sort of appear, and uh, we hitch up we hitch up the sled. <laughs> mm. Yell to me, get in, bitch. We're going. We're fighting winter again. <laughs> yeah, we, yeah, we like, we like, you know, we, we mush. And Miva is like wherever she was when she got thrown out of the proceedings, uh, and a, in an arm, a big beefy uh, bugbear arm reaches out of the yeah. sleigh. <laughs> oh uh, as it, it just grabs her and, and pulls her in. It's like this is beautiful. Mm-hmm. Miva and the elk match. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, and and cool. We begin a campaign against the eldritch goddess of winter. The wicked. Be, Time fuck. to kill God. We have <laughs> we have drama points. We could do vignettes after that, but that feels like a real good visual just to end it on. Uh, yeah. I love it. Oh, that's good. We can set this universe up, and we'll get the others in, and we'll come back to a, a land where we're warring with winter herself. Hmm. <laughs> I mean, and part of it, part of it's a war, but also part of it is like community. I love yeah, uh, that's so fight, nice. You you fight winter by by looking out for each other. Uh, yeah, I love that that bonding of community, and you, that's how you survive winter is not by trying to appease it, but by standing mm-hmm. together. It's yeah. very good. Huddle together, warmth. Yeah, I mean, I'd like to spin a vignette of just like oh yeah, go for it. If you've got a vignette you want to do, please. A couple months, a couple months into this now endless winter <laughs> of, a of a very quaint, I say quaint, it's, it's lavish and elaborate, but still kind of quaint because it's an underground wedding where there's, instead of, instead of being strewn with like trees and flower petals and stuff, it's like these like odd glowing mushrooms that are like the backdrop set to this, Unusual couple. <laughs> we can. I can get some trees down here. We can go pull down some trees and pull some trees down here. <laughs> How are they going to grow? <laughs> I can grow some trees down here. Okay. <laughs> Fine. Maybe there's some trees. There's there's like there's a, a a good combination of some of trees and underground fungi, and it's a very mm. like some fake cute... magic suns for it's, solar energy. Exactly. It's a it's a cute little scene of just you know. Of of uh, intercommunity bonding and it's cute. It's just a yeah. cute little wedding. There's wedding. There's wedding gifts and they like are like the gifts that were brought for for Lady Winter, except they're like there's so much less artifice around it. Mm. Yeah, it's just like here you go. Have you know we brought you all this shit? A stand mixer. <laughs> oh. 
We can make so much pizza dough with this. <laughs> I love the vision of like this happening and like it's the it's the big partying scene. Like the gift giving's done and like everyone's drinking and dancing and there's music playing and like the camera sort of pulls up out through the roof of the cave and just th- out through s- so much snow and then you the music's getting fainter and fainter but even as the camera's pulled all the way back and just like this snow land sl- snow and ice covered landscape and the wind is whistling um you can still hear the voices of the people at the, at the wedding it's quiet, but it's there. You see, you see, there are, you, like, the, we come up through the smokestack, the mm. chimney, mm. and you see just hundreds of them across the... Yes. Universe. I love that. Ooh, yes. I love that shit. Because we are not alone. Guys, we fucking nailed it. It's so good. <laughs> Hell yeah. I love that. That... That worked out. That's some that good shit. That worked out. That's some it was good a shitty... It was like a, the recording situation was rough. But we made but it. But it came out. We made it, and it came out good. All right. It um, came out great. Let's uh, let's. And now we have, and now we have the realm of endless winter to play in later. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Okay. Cool. Uh, let's let's do uh, outros. I guess. Um, yeah. Go on, Sam. You go first. All right. Uh, I've been Sam. You can still find me on Twitter at sakalo, and. Uh, I do art commissions. You should pay me to draw something. Uh, yeah. Zach? I am Zach. You can find me on Twitter at Off of God. You can find uh, the music I produce at iambugbear.bandcamp.com. Funny name, huh? Um, I am working on running games for money. So if you are a group of players who uh nobody wants to run a game or it's scary to you you can pay me to do it and i'll do it for you uh you can talk to me on twitter about it or uh zachary.gm for hire at gmail.com i need to make a website i have <laughs> and i continue to be jade you can find me on twitter at jadeoxidrose you can find the show at FTLcast on Twitter and at FTLcast.com. You can also follow the Standing Stones podcasting and streaming guild. You can find us at stones underscore standing. Uh, we set that up with our good friends over at Follow the Leader. Uh, if you go to there, you'll get... That's like, us. We're Follow the Leader. We're Follow the Leader. Room That's where us. it happened. You know what I meant. Thank God for friends. <laughs> there is power in standing with other people who will call you out when you fuck up your outro. Um, you can listen to The Room Where It Happened you can listen to Dumb Kids Playing Hero you can listen to other stuff which has probably come out by now uh, Gay Space Rocks um, and that's definitely coming out that's def- that, uh, as, as time of recording that's Kitty just Cat went. War Crimes my other podcast Yep. Um, but yeah if you follow Stones underscore Standing you will be able to keep up to date with all of our various projects as well as uh, be notified whenever we're doing live streams because we're trying to make a habit of doing that um, and that's it. Let's uh, let's do a clap. Yes. Uh, let us clap our hands.
Hi, it's August, and I just wanted to thank you for listening. If you've enjoyed us, please consider leaving a rating on your podcast platform of choice, telling your friends about us, or tweeting about us using the FTLcast hashtag. We are also part of a nonprofit podcasting guild called Standing Stones Productions. We do a variety of shows, including The Room Where It Happened and Dumb Kids Playing Hero, two actual play shows, and a Steven Universe discussion podcast called Gay Space Rocks. We also do live streams at twitch.tv slash standingstonesprod. You can keep up with everything that we do on Twitter at stones underscore standing. Unfortunately, Standing Stones was already taken. Your support means a lot. Thanks again!